0: Welcome to Money in the Air.
1: I work for Transparency Entertainment Group. I focus on World X USA Neighboring Rights on the performer side and rights holder side. Hello, and
2: welcome back to Money in the Air, the Neighboring Rights podcast brought to you by IFAR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. Today, Andrew, Tanya, and I are going to be talking about independent distribution services, the new ones, SoundOn and Spotify for Artists, What? Evidence you need because we're pretty sure they're not going to be reporting for neighboring rights purposes.
0: In the independent distribution space, what just happened within the past week is ByteDance just released their own distribution platform called SoundOn, which means that independent music creators are able to distribute not only to TikTok and to Rezo, TikTok's social music streaming company, but everywhere else. So Spotify, Apple Music, all the places, which includes Pandora, internet, satellite, radio stations. However, what we're seeing with independent distributors is they're not taking the time to claim and maybe they're not the rights holder. So they're not going through and claiming all of the stuff that you need to be claimed at sound exchange to collect on your digital satellite radio, which means that there is an increase of music creators supplying the market with content via these independent platforms, this distribution platforms, but there is an absence of claiming that needs to be done. So just because you're releasing your content out there, doesn't mean that you're necessarily collecting on it with respect to performance income or neighboring rights outside of the US. So my advice would be if you're distributing through a sound on, make sure that you are also Claiming at Sound Exchange to collect on your Pandora income and SiriusXM, your digital satellite radio. Just to emphasize as we always do here, it's a billion dollars in revenue every single year that Sound Exchange collects on behalf of music creators.
2: Do you know if they're issuing ISRC numbers at Soundon?
0: I would assume that they're gonna do the same responsibilities that any other distributor would do. If you are releasing, most likely have to assign an ISRC code. I'd be surprised if they're not
1: going to? With independent distributors, my experience is usually dealing with rights holder conflicts. As you know, the number of self-releasing artists and bedroom bands and all that is increased dramatically over recent years. So they will be the rights holder. And then yes, they unwittingly tick a box, whatever independent distributor they're using, digital distributor on PPL, they will register an ISRC and then so will the digital distributor. And then yeah, there's a conflict And it's not just at PPR, this happens at CMOs, including Sound Exchange. And then this can create a lot of panic and confusion. And it's nothing to be panicked or confused about. It's asserting, like, I am the rights holder. And eight out of 10 cases, the distributor will back off and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry about that. I think I've always been concerned that they don't quite understand the neighbouring rights sphere or Sound Exchange. But I think it's great that more and more music content creators can release you know with less borders and less hassle and I think that's wonderful and and yeah I really hope that they offer an ISRC I'm sure they will but I think everyone needs to be clear from the get-go like who owns the master and who's going to register this at sound exchange at PPL at Senna at GBL etc. What evidence have you been presenting to clear up these conflicts? can present a lot of different types even a receipt for the studio time and if it clearly says your name you know even just first initial surname and it's like okay this is the date this is the amount that was paid to the studio that can suffice or if you've drawn up some kind of agreement it doesn't have to be that formal uh, you know just something simple even an email chain where you know the artist or the band are like you know we own 50% each and people are okaying that and chiming in Um, So as long as there's something tangible. One of the things
2: that we really are fans of here at IFR is the studio session app, where you put in all the data when you're in the studio. Sometimes it's automated even for you. And would that be good evidence because it's created in real time?
1: I think so. I haven't used that myself, but I know that's a wonderful invention. And I think, yeah, we need to promote that. And more and more people need to, more and more musicians and creators need to download that because it saves a lot of time and hassle. And also, you know, we're juggling so much in the modern world. I think people just generally forget and it's not out of malice, is it? I think sometimes they're like, oh yeah I own that and then it sort of was like no it was three ways equally and you're like oh I think if it's just there in the moments, and everyone's like cool and they have this they've logged it that would be very useful. When you're registering at your
2: CMO so PPL in the UK sound exchange in the US for example when you register as a rights holder can you put in all members who are rights holders joint owners and the percentages? PPL, uh,
1: the answer is no. You can only register your share as an individual or a company. And then you'd have to let everyone else know. So if there's three of you in the band, it's a trio and it's, you know, 33.3% each. You know, I'll go and register my third. And then I'd have to tell my two bandmates, cool, so you need to join PPL as a rights holder. And now you need to log in and register your third. But use the same ISRC I used. And that's, you know, that's a crucial piece of info. You can't start, start... yeah, there can't be three different ISRCs. It just gets very messy. Make sure you tell everyone in the band, this is the ISRC for this track. This is the duration. So it's got to be streamlined. And then, yeah, I'll let Andrew talk about sound exchange. I'm not too clued up on that.
0: Yeah, sound exchange is actually very similar to the PPL process. So you can always claim your share rights holder and your performer share but you every single member then needs to claim their corresponding shares with it using the same ISRC once the isRC is in their database you can always just do a search and claim if the actual recording needs to just be registered once but the claims need to happen every single time
2: will sounder exchange pay you your third as a rights holder if the other two rights holders don't claim yes
1: good well ppl yeah as long as the ISOC is there and you've put in your share you will be paid that amount and then yeah they'll kind of apportion they'll set aside an amount because they'll see oh tanya's put 33.3 percent there's going to be some others claiming at some point
0: sound on it's really going to be a game changer within the first year they are going to pay out 100 percent of the money that they receive for free to music creators, and then 90% then after. That is so much different even than a DistroKid, which is a subscription fee, but they pay out 100%. It's going to be interesting what happens, but it doesn't mean that they're claiming at Sound Exchange.
2: I have a couple of announcements that I hope you'll help me with. It's about IFAR events that are coming up. So the first one is on April 7th. Do you know what our topic is for that webinar? NFTs. We're talking about crypto, blockchain, and music rights in anything that's released as a non-fungible token, so digitally for sale, and music that's used in a story in the metaverse. We want to talk about the rights. So go and get to Eventbrite and get yourself a ticket for that. And then in June, we have our first conference. So please go and get yourself a ticket also at Eventbrite. That's June 21st and 22nd. We look forward to seeing you there and get your questions in ready. What I'll be doing is I'll be having one-on-one sessions with anyone who has questions about their own neighboring rights situation. Once again, thanks for listening. Remember, go to www.ifr.co.uk and join us because now more than ever, you need the discounts of being a member.